Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked On Devils on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Okay, so today I have a lot to talk about. Um, Obviously, Saturday's game against Colorado I need to talk about where they lost uh, 5-2, ending their three-game win streak and their multiple game point streak. I can't remember how many games right now. Um, So that's, you know, sucky. It was a weird game, um, especially with the one goal towards the end where Blackwood was, you know, out of his net and unable to do anything about it. I'll get to that. Don't you worry. Um, I also am going to talk a little bit about how it was Pride Night and kind of what the Devils organization did and what Devils players really stepped up to the plate. Um, but first, I want to open up with the fact that Peter Laviolette was fired from Nashville um, today, like really, really recently. Um, so I kind of wanted to talk about if I think he's a good fit for the Devils, which I don't. (laughs) Um, I think that he, he's a coach that, I, I saw this said today and it's really, I forget who said it, but it's, it's a really good, uh, and analyzation of LaViolette is that he's a coach with a timetable because his takes get stale fast with the teams and he's also very stubborn um I just don't think that he and his coaching style would really fit into New Jersey um he coaches a more I want to say aggressive type of team and while we are aggressive we're not we're not like that's not what we're known for you know that's not what the Devils are known for. They're not known as their aggress- aggressive team. However, after that Colorado game, you might be able to make a, a case for that because literally everybody was heated. Everyone was so angry after that game or during that game, after that one goal that shouldn't have counted. Um, and Wayne Simmons even got thrown out of the game, um, which, like, good for him, you know? Good for you sticking up for your teammate. But... That's a whole other thing that I'll get into. Bottom line, I don't think that um, Pierre Laviolette's coaching style is going to fit with these players in in New Jersey. Nothing against the man. I think he's a good coach, but I think that he's a good coach for teams that are, you know, the for the right team. And I, I can't... It's hard to explain what that right team is for Pierre Laviolette. Um, I think he would be a good coach for, like, a, I don't want to say a dirty team, um, but, like, a gritty team. Uh, he's also very stubborn, and we don't really need that right now. We had Coach Hines, who was stubborn as heck, and we don't need that in New Jersey. Like, 
we just don't point blank period um so I don't know I don't think that he's good for New Jersey but you know you guys could always tell me otherwise um let me know if you guys think that he would be a good pick for New Jersey or if not who would you pick for New Jersey because right now interim coach Naz is actually doing all right um but he is an interim coach so we're gonna need to get a coach soon I don't know who um or when so you guys tell me tweet me at locked on devils or jk underscore kender let me know who you think would be a good coach for the new jersey devils okay so now i want to get into this colorado game um i will talk about the game in general um in just a little bit but first um I want to talk about the goal in the third period um, where Blackwood was playing the puck behind the net and Matt Calvert of the Colorado Avalanche made contact with him, tripped him up, and then uh, Belmar scored on basically an empty net because Mackenzie Blackwood couldn't get back up and get to his net in time. Um, It was incidental contact, but... Incidental contact is a penalty all the time in hockey. Like, guys don't always, like, mean to high stick someone. That's incidental contact. You don't mean to trip somebody, you know? Like, I get it. I get, like, you know what? No, I don't get it. I don't get why it wasn't called. It, it's so frustrating. Um... <laughs> It's so frustrating. And, like, obviously, we weren't going to win the game anyway. So, like, I I get that part. Like, I get that we were kind of down for the count. There was only, like, I don't know, 6-11 left in regulation. Um, <clears throat> and this gave them a 4-1 lead. However, yeah, we probably wouldn't have won regardless. Um, and that's terrible to say. But this Colorado Avalanche team was just dominant all night. And I think that because of that, um, we didn't stand a chance at that time in the game. Um, I just, I'm very frustrated with how the play went down. I'm frustrated with the fact that the, the refs were like, oh, video review confirmed no goaltender interference occurred. So, like, clearly there was goaltender interference. He touched the goaltender. (laughs) He hit the goaltender. He tripped him up and made it so that he couldn't make the save. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get how there was no goaltender interference there. Um, I'm not the only one because Blake Coleman was angry. Wayne Simmons was literally held back while arguing with the referees. Um, and then he got himself ejected. And it's like, honestly, good for him. Good on him for sticking up for his teammate and sticking up for what he believed was the right call because if he wasn't going to do it I feel like nobody really was going to um and it kind of you know shows the team that like everybody kind of really is sticking together and caring for each other and cares about this game and even if they weren't going to win like I don't know it 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 just shows like a bit of camaraderie that they that this devil's team is so known for um 
Simi Vatnan was angry. Um, Green and Palmieri were very angry. And Naz was pretty angry. I don't think I've seen Naz really angry. Um, but he looked upset. <laughs> um, and then he, of course, did a coach's challenge for goaltender interference. Nothing came of that. It was just a frustrating, frustrating situation. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that on that (laughs) um so let's get into I'll get into the rest of the game in a little bit I want to talk about pride night for a bit um the devil's organization did pride night on Saturday against the Colorado Avalanche and some players were great some players like Nico Heashier went all out he wore a snapback of like a pride snapback and had the tape um, the other players that had the tape were Mir- Mirko Mueller, Jasper Boakvist, Andy Green, Ben Street, and Sammy Vatanen. Sammy Vatanen actually had his uh, tape on for the start of the game, too, um, which is just an extra gesture, and things like that go a long way. So it was really cool to see those players step up. Um, it was really kind of disappointing to see some of the other players not step up um I I don't know if it just wasn't required this year I know last year they did a great pride night Uh, Curtis Gabriel was up and he um kind of took that by the reins and made it you know a great night um and then obviously Curtis Gabriel I don't know if you guys know this so I don't know if I should be saying obviously but he plays with the Phantoms now Um, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, which is the AHL affiliate of the Philadelphia Flyers, and he still uses Pride Tape, uh, night to night, so that's really cool, um, but yeah, things were different, I think, when he was down and using the Pride, he used the Pride Tape all game last year, um, and this year, nobody used it all game, which is fine, it's only, like, for warm-ups, like, it's only expected for warm-ups, and it's just disappointing that, it's like the tiniest little um like gesture and not all the devils stepped up for it so that was just a little disappointing um but it is what it is so that's what I have to say on pride night but the devils organization did a really good job of uh for their pride night they did some stuff leading up to pride night um, I don't know if you saw the video of Eli, the transgender goaltender. He, his story is amazing. Um, I would definitely recommend watching that video. It's a great video. Um, and the Devils organization is actually going in and, like, making hateful comments unable to view. I don't know how they're doing it, on Twitter at least. Um, they're, like, not tolerating any hate towards this young man which is great um because he doesn't deserve the hate um and they're just kind of like stopping these people who have really negative things to say in their tracks which is huge um so the devil's organization really are doing a lot for um the lgbtq plus community and it's really great to see so not all was lost on this devil's pride night um and I do think the players that 
did participate did a great job and I'm really happy that they did it's just unfortunate that I can name the players that did it rather than name the players that didn't do it because there were too many to name you know so just a thought just my two cents um as always because this podcast is basically just 20 some minutes of my two cents over and over So let's get back to the actual play of the game on Saturday. Um, The first period was not strong um, in the Devils' favor. Um, They had a lot of sloppy passes, like missed passes and turnovers. Um, And they're lucky that they had Mackenzie Blackwood there because he really made um, saves on all the scoring chances that they gave up, which was a good amount. Um, I don't know an exact number, but there were a lot of scoring chances for the Avalanche in that first period. So uh, Mackenzie Blackwood held strong to keep the score 0-0 in the um, in that first period. Um, the shots on goal were 10 to 12 in favor of the Devils, but then we get to the second period and the shots on goal. We're 13 to 4 in favor of the Avalanche. Now, I don't know about you guys, but four shots on goal within 20 minutes, I don't think that's good. <laughs> I'm just joking here. I know that's not good. You know, like that's bad. That's real bad. Um, that's, you know, how they got scored on twice and how they failed to do anything in that second period. Um, really not good. Um, and then, you know, that third period was more even or closer at least, um, with us having 14 shots and the Avalanche having 11. Um, so total it was 34 to 30 shots on goal. Um, the Avalanche were just more consistent with their shots on goal and we were really, really not. That second period killed us. Um, They scored twice in the second period, and we did literally nothing. So, that's, you know, really rough, really not great. Um, However, we did score two, so I guess I'll talk about those, because why not? Blake scored, whoa, (laughs) Whoa there. Okay, calm down, Julia. Let's re-reverse. Let's go back. Blake Coleman scored an unassisted goal. Um, and then Jasper Boakfist scored with assists from Sammy Vatnin and Pavel Zaka. Sammy Vatnin is somebody I will come back to because he played 30 minutes in the game. Um, so I will come back to that. Um, or come back to him, I guess. Um, yeah. Boquist's goal was also a power play goal. Um, and Coleman's goal, I'm pretty sure, was shorthanded. Yeah, it was. So both of our goals came on special teams. Um, just opposite special teams. One was a penalty-killing special team and one was a power play. So... You know, that's interesting. And then, you know, 
Belmar's goal was, of course, shorthanded um, as well. Because, of course, it was. Um, just that goal is so frustrating to me. I know I talked about it and I talked your ears off about it. But it's so frustrating to me. I don't... I don't get how they don't call that for goaltender interference. I really don't. It was blatant interference with the goaltender. <laughs> like, that's a penalty. How is that not a penalty? Oh, my God. Okay, anyway, we're not talking about this anymore. Um, Miko Rantanen also got a hat trick on the Devils, so that happened, too. Uh, his last goal was an empty net goal um, with, like barely any time left. I think it was like 15 seconds left. Um, and he completed his hat trick. So that's annoying. Um, (laughs) just saying, I don't know. I don't know. The game in general was just not a good game for us. Uh, the devils did not play well. The first period was just sloppy. The second period, they had no, no production whatsoever. Um, and the second period, they came back and scored two, but it was just like, you're already down at that point by so much. You're down by three. You're down by, f- yeah, you're down by three. Um, and you ended up losing 5-2 because you came back too little too late. Um, you came back almost ready to go, but we needed you ready to go in the first period. And you weren't, which is so frustrating because we know that this devil t- devil's team is better than that. We we do, and they have been better than that lately. So that's why I think it's especially frustrating this time around, is because they'd been playing better, um, and not as sloppy and not as, you know. I don't know, (laughs) not as, like, I'm trying to think of the right word, not as sloppy, not as, I can't think of the right word, let me know if you guys have the right word, um, they've been playing a better, more consistent game, and it's just very frustrating to, uh, have that change, um, now I know one game's not going to change everything. One game is not the end all be all for this team. Um, yeah, I get that. I get that the team is going to come back from this. They're going to, you know, play their game again. Um, hopefully they'll play their game again against the Islanders who they beat recently. Um, but this one hurt. I think it hurt more because we know that they're better than this. Um, but this one, it sucked. Okay, um, really quick, I want to talk about the fact that, uh, I'll talk more about this tomorrow, obviously, because tomorrow is the game against the Islanders. But Jack Hughes is still day-to-day. And according, this is all according to Coach Naz. And Jesper Bratt tried this morning. Um, I don't know what that means. What did he try this morning? 
joking. I think that they mean he tried to practice or tried to skate at least. Um, and he said that they'll have a better update tomorrow morning. So tomorrow morning when I hear about this update, I will put it all over your timelines from Locked On Devils as well as JK underscore Kender, my personal Twitter. Um, and then in the podcast, I will talk more about it um, as far as I know at that moment because I don't, I don't know if I'll know much more than you guys will know, but you know, it's worth it to still mention because some of you guys might not be able to get this, get the fast notifications like me, um, because right now I'm off of school. So that's why I'm able to, you know, get those notifications and stay up to date with stuff like that. So some of you guys are working, some of you guys have classes already, which I feel for you all. I'm very lucky that I don't yet. Um, but that is how I stay in the know. And yeah. (laughs) All right. That is about it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this one. Um, don't forget to subscribe and follow me on Twitter and definitely let me know, um, what you guys think about, uh, the coaching situation because Pierre Laviolette getting fired definitely brings the fact that we have an interim coach up again. So let me know what you guys think about who you think would be a good fit for the Devils and if you think Laviolette might be that person, like let me know. Tell me. If you disagree with me, like yeah, sure, go for it. I don't don't care. Like if you have a good case, make your case and we can talk. All right, I will talk to you guys tomorrow and go Devils.